Oh dear, is it going to be one of those days? That was a bit of a glitch in the machine there, but I, I, I'm going to finger cross my fingers. It's going to be fine. We've got all sorts of transatlantic connections going on here. Uh, this is Sonic Talk. Welcome to Sonic Talk episode uh, 743, recording today, Wednesday the 18th of January. You'll notice I've changed the colour of the intro screen, also the colour of the poster frames. New season, I figured it would make it easier for you to see what was uh, 2023. Why not? Uh, why not? Anyway, I wanted to say thank you to all of our friends over in the IRC and the YouTubes and uh, we've got actually it all conglomerates into one big page now so uh, and IRC and Twitch uh, thank you very much everybody for watching it's a very much appreciated and as we head into 2023 we've got big plans there's even more stuff in fact I've been working behind the scenes to try and make it slicker so in that <laughs> so I made it slicker but there was a glitch in the machine in the intro but it's going to be fine um, and before I uh, get into introducing our guests of which we have a real treat for you I'm just going to play a little bit about our Patreon. Our Patreon, um, if you care to support us, it's a good way to spend maybe, you know, the price of a cup of coffee a month and it means that we can retain our independence and not have to scrabble so hard uh, for those difficult to find advertising dollars. But uh, yes, I'll let myself uh, mention what this is all about. Why not consider joining us on Patreon? For the price of a cup of coffee, you get ad-free versions of everything that we do. There's also lots of exclusive video. A recent one is uh, another 30 minutes of Osmo's demo that we shot with Gaz and Christoph. There's patches, there's sample downloads, and there's also all the pre-show Sonic Talk stuff that we don't post anywhere else. Uh, if you want to join us before the end of the show and you pick our upper tier, which is still only a couple of cups of coffee a month, you'll get your name over the end credits. Thanks very much for watching. Yes, so yes, please do, and thank you for even considering it. Don't, no worries if you don't, it's not going to affect the rest of the content. It's all free. There's nothing, mi you won't be missing anything other than the extra stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get on to some guests. We have a real treat. Um, we've got, I don't know where, I just don't know where to start. Uh, in fact, we're, it's, it's sort of 50 50 uh, US and UK uh, um, panel today. So I'm going to start with, um, well, let's start with uh, Mr. Charles Chicky Reeves, who's there in New York in his <laughs> new studio. Charles, of course, uh, Chicken yes. Coco, live sound engineer, producer, does a whole bunch, uh, many a man of many talents, moved back to the States, I guess last summer, wasn't it? And it just, it's taken all this time to get your studio together, right? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, uh, yeah, I moved back. Um, I moved back to right before Christmas of 2021, like a few days before Christmas. So... I think I said this on the last time I was on the show, which was many, many months ago, which is don't wow. ever try to move countries during a pandemic during the holiday season. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> life. Oh, with a dog. With a dog. Oh, my God. Wow. It, it, was, it was such a pain. Yeah, but um, yeah, we moved here uh, to New York, um, and then it took about five months for my studio stuff to show up. So I was working off of a laptop and a Motu interface. For a long time. Wow. And then uh, and then I got all my stuff. And then, it, like, as soon as the stuff arrived, I went on tour. So I, <laughs> I wasn't oh, wow. able to really start building this until the summertime. We spent a few months, like, do, like doing this whole space up. So it's, as I mentioned earlier, it's about a 500 square foot, square foot sort of space for just nice. the mixed room. I have, I have three live rooms, too which uh which that's my next project each one of those is probably about maybe about two to three hundred square feet 
Um, wow, nice. So I've got like one there, and then I've got two sort of up the stairs and on that side of the house. And and, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a residential studio, so it'll have you know, a place for clients to sleep and stay, and they have a kitchen and everything. Uh, separate entrance from the house, everything. Wow, um, so you're going you're going to, full full fat studio. I mean, that's that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, wow. I didn't realize yeah, you were going. going... It's ninety six inputs. Ninety six. Uh, yeah, nine, I have a total of ninety six inputs. I've got all the mics. <laughs> uh, the thing I work on now is headphone solutions. I've got the uh, that Behringer PowerPlay system right now, but I'm thinking about going for maybe an Avium system or something. But uh, oh, and I've got to buy a lot of headphones. I think I only have like 20 pairs, so I need a few more. Only 20. Um, uh, <laughs> only 20. The, the idea is I want to be able to do small orchestral things and yeah. larger band things here, um, all, even though wow. I focus on mixing. Um, so uh, I, I, I think also, we're coming I, to your place. I mean, next time we'll just come I, to your place. We'll do. <laughs> maybe we could just do an episode of Sonic Talk there and all record an album or something. It sounds like a, a dream, yeah, a dream visit. Uh, wow, awesome. You can go through my all my synth collection. I've got almost everything out now. I've got about forty synths. It's not not quite what what Ty has, but it's you know it's <laughs> getting there. And yes, yeah, so I've got all that stuff. I, I like having everything out and ready to use without looking cluttered. So yeah. So um, but yeah, it's a, it's a all of the walls are it's uh these are all masonry walls. Um, like I can't even drill into them. I've, I've not found a drill bit strong enough to drill into them uh epoxy floor and then i've sound treated everything it, but i could i could have a small explosion go off in here and you wouldn't hear it at, outside of outside of this room so it's great <laughs> yeah wow so, nice. so all come oh, together. that sounds amazing very pleased to have hear that anyway um lovely to see you of course and uh, look, look forward to chatting more uh, in, in a bit we've also got a uh, mr i can't believe it mark doty i mean you've been on even less often than chicky uh, chicky's nearly a year and now we have mark doty i've put synth historian there i don't know where you are or what you're doing these days but i'm pleased to see you i did hear a bunch of uh, grandfather clocks going off in the background which may go off some more but i think that adds to the kind of curious air of mystery there is about you how are you mark are you well <laughs> uh yeah and uh everyone please forgive me for the delay um i'm actually the only way i can connect to the internet where i currently which is the wilds of oregon uh is through satellite so there's going to be a delay to my responses all of my jokes are going to fall flat uh but yeah <laughs> anyway yeah i am uh i'm now in oregon which is uh, unique and interesting. Wow, interesting. So, what what are you up to? Are you kind of uh, gain? Are you, are you automatic gain save, of course, is your channel. Um, you're still doing uh, YouTube videos and whatnot. Uh, I've got a video that I found a little earlier of you in 1988, which absolutely is one of the most. 80s thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I might have to play a little <laughs> bit of it later, just because you don't get that sort of thing very often. Yeah, I've had uh, occasion uh, while here uh, to sort of start going through a lot of the video and audio that I've been collecting for decades and decades. And I'm actually, you know, starting to put some of it to use because it's like I have all the stuff that like, you know, now is super old. And <laughs> so I thought I'd start putting it out. I have a number of performances I'll eventually put up on YouTube. 
of me when I was young and beautiful. And uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting. So what uh, what are you up to? Are you are you kind of are you because you were with Buchla for a while? I don't know if you're still doing that stuff. I, I don't know what you're. Are you are you working? Are you kind of doing? Are you still involved in synths and the synth world? I recently, I am no longer uh, with Bukla. Bukla moved to the Bay Area, and there's a variety of reasons why that was not a thing that they wanted me to do. Um, none of which have anything to do with, you know, terrorism or anything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'm no longer with Bukla. And yeah, I'm now starting to, I'm going to be focusing more on my poor <laughs> Patreon support have and so ah. kind with uh, my relative uh, lack of uh, <laughs> presence. Uh, but yeah, and uh, so I'm going to start doing a bit more with Patreon. Still doing since I haven't, uh, I have to demonstrate uh, the mini freak. Uh, Archer is oh, probably yeah. wondering why the heck that hasn't happened. And I just did the new uh, Theravox, which is exquisite wonderful but yeah i'm still doing the stuff that it's i probably, do it's probably still just uploading mark much... by the looks of it I, I imagine you've probably started the upload a couple of months ago and it just hasn't quite finished yet that's all i'm sure it'll be there in a bit right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh video by post maybe that's a thing anyway um Ty Unwin is with us as well. Ty, it's a pleasure hey. to see you. I've got a slot. You've got your, you've your new camera and a mic in your synth corner. How are you, Ty? Ty is obviously media composer, busy. You look, you look well rested. Actually, you don't look as sort of worn out as last time I saw you. You looked a bit tired last time, but you seem, you seem less. Yeah, so, I, was, I was, I was coming to the end, end of a really long project, and now I'm just kind of halfway through a really small, quick project before I take some time out. So that's why I'm just, I've only got a little bit of a, you know, I've only got a couple of weeks, two or three weeks to be, uh, you know, kind of doing this. And then I take some time out. And uh, nice. so that's why I'm just kind of, yeah, I absolutely can't wait. And I've had Christmas and I've said time and time again, Christmas is literally the best time, Your of, favorite time yeah. of the year. Uh, it is. And so I had a great time. And so all is, all is well, all is good. And actually it's not, an, it's not a new mic. It's not a new camera. It's just the fact that the camera just sat there and I couldn't be bothered. And the mics just sat there for years <laughs> and I couldn't be bothered. But now I just kind of was bothered. You, pl you plugged it in. <laughs> I feel that's I feel somehow yeah. honoured. That's uh, that's a that's a great. I feel it's a great honour. I should qu quickly point out um, just before we get into it that we've actually set a date for our new EMOM, uh, which is uh, another evening of live electronic music. Which we last one was in November. This one is on the 11th of March uh, this year. So in about six, uh, eight, seven or eight weeks. And if you want to uh, go and check that out, it's going it's bitly slash Sonic EMOM two. Um, I'll be putting stuff up everywhere. I, I posted something, but so yeah, if you want to play there or want to come along tickets, same venue, which worked out really well. We'll, we'll uh, finesse it even more. Um, so yes, please do come along. And also I wanted to give a big shout out to uh, boo battery, electric, uh, ba battery, Operated orchestra. There Operated. go Mark's clocks. Uh, BooElectric.com. Uh, they're playing the local live lounge on BBC. And also they've got a new album out on Friday uh, called uh, We Are Ghosts on Finley Shakespeare's go-to record. So do keep an eye out for that. Anyway, that's all the plugs to, to go. Let's see whether we've got any topics, eh? What's the first one? Oh, well, let's start with a bit of... Uh, we can we can get all a bit... <laughs> This is awesome, Mark. I think, actually, maybe we should just stop and listen to your, your clocks. 
beautiful. It's well, a beautiful it's, thing. It's 15 it's, minutes after you're missing most of the music. Yeah, well, never mind. We're, we're, it gets we progressively longer. All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's go up and see what's going on. What are Sony up to, eh? So, yeah, Sony have got a new Walkman out, uh, which is kind of weird. Um, have a portable device that sort of looks quite a lot like a phone. The NWZX700, very snappy title, um, is runs Android. But it also uh, has, not only does it MP3, it does 192K DSD format and 1-bit format. Headphone output allegedly 20, to, 20 hertz to 40K, which is pretty impressive. So, I mean, you know, we know Sony stuff can be very uh, high fidelity, and we hope this one is. It just seems like a really interesting idea. Now, you can watch the video. It's just this, the marketing stuff, the OFC milled block. I'm sure it's beautifully made. I mean, Sony stuff has, for a long time, had a real... Um, used to have a real cachet about it then they had to kind of compete with a lot more mass-produced things and maybe they're sort of going back to this sort of beautifully built stuff but it's a really interesting move i mean i can't think of a reason maybe apart from why uh, apart from you know you might want that high quality output why you would use this over a phone i'll come to you uh chicky because you haven't spoken for a while and <laughs> we want to get your words yeah. in so <laughs> yeah it's interesting isn't it it's a really interesting idea i wonder myself um before i come to you actually the kids my my daughter being one of them she's going traveling uh in uh, a couple of months and she wants like a film camera she wants to the hassle of taking a camera yeah. with actual analog film in it and using that and there seems to be a kind of a backlash against things you know stuff that means i don't yes. use i'm not using my phone so i wonder if this is part of that or whether this is just a crazily poorly conceived idea i don't know no i i think i think you're exactly right on that one um my my uh younger daughter who is 16 is very much of that same mindset. She, she walks around with a Polaroid camera. Um, she likes to listen to things. Uh, she'll listen to some vinyl, but she really likes CDs. You know, she likes the physicality of the CD. So she has two CD players, like, you know, like a little beatbox thing. And then, a, and then an actual component unit. It's like a five CD changer. <laughs> and, uh, she loves stuff like that. So she would she would like something like this, but the, like, okay, so I bought this interface, or I should say it's a DAC, a digital audio converter, a digital analog converter. Um, it's the RME one, and I, I can plug it into my iPad and listen to Apple Music at 192, 24-bit. And right. I bought it just so I could hear at that high resolution level. So I really like, I'm, I'm not really into Dolby Atmos. I'm not really into all the other formats, but I am into high resolution audio. Uh, and it may be, it may be a placebo effect or something. I'm not sure exactly, but I, I just, I like the sound of it. So, um, so I could see myself actually probably wanting something like this. What was the, what was the price on it? It was like three something. It's about 350 UK pounds. I mean, it's not the, uh, uh, it, this was on, I'm um, just trying to think if I've got this. Is this on, yeah, this is on Gear News. I think this is, uh, uh, which is Robin Vincent uh, writes a lot for that. So it was on where I found it. Yeah. Uh, portable players are not dead. Yeah, I think it's about 350 to 400 quid. So it's not, you know, it's not an insignificant amount of money. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go to Japan at the end of summer. So maybe I'll, if I see one there and it's the 
the price is right, I might just for my own giggles mm. pick one up and uh, and have a have a play with it. But you know, but I I am honestly though I do listen to a lot of music in the car off of Spotify, running it. You know, whatever the their their yeah. whatever their codec is, Vog Orbis or Og Orbis or however you say it. I taught this stuff and I can never remember. Is it Vog Orbis or Og Orbis? But anyway, whatever the, it's their <laughs> format. Uh, <laughs> don't let me don't let me ever teach it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm fine with listening to music like that in the car. You know, it's just uh, you know, it's just here. It's when I'm sitting here. That's when I really right. care about that sort of stuff. For reference, well, so, but that's that. So that seems a bit kind of pointless in a way. Would you take that? Because then you'd need a headphones headphones that you were were able to deliver that level of quality that can offer. It just seems like a really yeah. odd idea. You need you need head. So I, I hopefully their headphone amplification is is really good. But then the other thing is you need headphones that don't mask. So you probably need multiple driver headphones. Yeah. And at a certain point, you know, you're just spending ungodly amounts of money to listen to music casually. I don't know. I don't know. It's it seems yeah. a little weird, but it's a very Japanese thing. I mean, they, you know, they're I've, one of the things that surprised me the last time I was there is, you know, they they still like. Even digital cameras that are dedicated cameras, not the phone. You know, it's like they still buy lots of CDs. It's it's very, it's an odd place, and maybe that maybe the whole market is what they're really aiming for there. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. I know, Mark. I mean, I know you have a fondness for certain vintage technology. I mean, and vinyl, no doubt. I don't know, but it's sort of funny to think that we're now. It feels to me like we're a watershed, isn't it? It's like I'm at the point you know, where where we. I, I've often interviewed, uh, you know, um, prestigious synthesists who are out on the road. They go, God, I don't want to take all that stuff with me. No, I just want it in a computer. It's so much more convenient. And we're all going, No, no, you must take. And it, it feels like this is a watershed moment. Maybe this is the this is the tipping point for me or for people of my age who are just think, what the hell? Why would you do that? Amusingly, I was like, when I saw this topic, I looked at it, I'm like, Walkman, that's crazy. I can't believe they would do that. And I'm looking, I'm reading the article about it, and I'm like, okay, okay, where's the point where they talk about the cassette? <laughs> and then finally I'm like, no, Mark, it's there's no cassette. It's it's a digital player, and I'm like, well, well, they can't call it Walkman then. And, you know, and then I'm like, man, you are so old. And I would have been kind of intrigued <laughs> by someone being willing to put out a cassette player uh, seriously. But yeah, as far as uh, that, and that just that's just my mindset. I'm like, I'm really interested in the media. But the fact when I found out that it's just digital audio, I'm like, well, why would you do that? Which I guess is the question. Hmm. Yeah, there is a, there is an aspect of that. I mean, I think the fact that it will play back much more higher. I think the A to Ds, it'll do DSD, and it does one bit format, which, as we know, didn't really catch on, but is uh, by all accounts really worth listening to. I mean, I've not had an opportunity to listen to something like that in an environment that would make any difference. Well, I don't think I've actually I've seen them and thought, well, that looks interesting, but you know, then it's gone past me. I know Ty. I mean, you and Chicky as well. You know, you spend a lot of time in an environment which is a critical listening environment which this it would maybe make sense but you've probably already got something that will deliver that quality to your final monitoring anyway or maybe you don't i don't know no i mean i do but i i i get this completely i mean i think i'm the when we talked about the small percentage of people that this is aimed at 
I think I must be one of the small percentage that it's aimed at because um, I I hate things that just do everything. I mean, I generally do. I, I I've always I've always liked things that do one thing really well. Right. And so, um, and it's just the, it's the way I've been right back when, you know, kind of people were buying workstations. I didn't buy workstations. I would always buy individual, you know, I'd buy one, I'd buy a piano module. I'd buy a synth that was made for bass. So, you know, I'd always kind of be very specific that it did one thing well. And, um, I avoided the whole workstation thing. And it's kind of the same with music. You know, I, everyone, we've all got iPhones. I love, I love my iPhone. It's great. But men, mentally wise, um, the, everything audio wise in my iPhone, it's not a proper audio player and no one will ever convince me it's a proper audio player. It's just a convenient thing that if I want to get music quickly, I can listen to some music quickly on Spotify or Apple music or, or whatever but it's not a music player. And mm. although whatever the components are that are in there, I'm sure, you know, it's fine. It's fine. And I think that's the level it's at. But at the same time, actually a unit that's made to do nothing other than just play uh, audio uh, to the best it can possibly be, be played, I think mm. there's a huge amount to be said for that. I mean, talking, you know, same as, as Chicky's daughter, you know, kind of I still, I've still got, I mean, anyone, you know, I, I have a huge CD collection with a, a CD player and an amplifier, a pair of speakers. That's it. And if I want to listen to something um, properly, in inverted commas, that's where I'll go and I'll, I'll, I'll sit and do that. I don't, I don't do downloads. Spotify for me is just a means to kind of find new stuff to then go and buy it. I've, you know, because right. Spotify is literally, I just find something new. I like that. I'll buy the CD of it. And and so this audio player, I mean, makes it, I bought, I mean, back in the day, um, God, was it five years ago, six years ago? Did anyone remember Pono? It was the, Neil Young pushed this. Yes, um, I did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio was, player. That was a high res, so wasn't it? Yeah. And I, so I bought, I bought a Pono and, and Pono music kind of, you know, kind of, it's kind of, I think it's gone by the wayside. I kind of lost, lost, it lost its way and I lost interest. But as a player, uh, you you could you could hear the difference. You know, you know, you could hear the difference. You listen to high res music, and uh, and so I'll be totally honest with you and say that again. When you sent this subject through, just like the other two, <laughs> is that I just kind of read it thinking. I read it thinking, yeah, why would you do that kind of thing? And now I'm thinking, absolutely, I want to buy. I want to buy one. I want to get one. Because I'm very full. I have the headphones that that can do it. So I I I like the idea that it, of having things that do one thing really well. And mm. um, iPads, mm. iPhones, laptops, they're all great, but they're all jack of all trades. And that just doesn't sit well with my well, mentality. It, it's, you say that. What's bizarre about this is it also has Bluetooth connectivity, which, as we know, is a compressed format, which is a bit weird, I think. Uh, I wonder whether or not there's uh, this is, an, uh, I, mean, I mean, as we know, Sony used to make phones. In fact, we use we've just bought Sony phones to, for our uh, uh, camera rigs because they've just got really good cameras in them. And I wonder whether there is, and maybe there has been already, a mobile phone which has some of what they're putting in this in terms of audio reproduction and a decent headphone port with decent... You, no, I wonder you, if there is one you, out there. I don't... But they when they show the boards, I mean, you look at you look at the... I mean, obviously, it's all just kind of computer, right? You know, kind of... Um, CGI of what's there. I don't think, you know, but if you look what's there, really, do you think they'd be doing a phone with that kind of 
board on rather maybe than a bit bigger yeah i suppose you're probably true maybe that's you know what it. i mean it, it wouldn't, wouldn't have it would... to be too big it'd be like an old-fashioned exactly um, gsm phone <laughs> exactly if you look at the inside if you watch the video the walkthrough the the, the, the video of what's in there it's stuffed that it's it's stuffed and it's very much made just for audio and if they tried to fit all the gubbins of a phone and a camera in there yeah you're right it'd be back to the you know kind of 19 1994 phones so um interesting no, well, I, which, I can't, but, which they yeah. are to a degree they've gone back to instead of 1994 phones they've gone back to ipods which again weren't that great but dedicated um, listening the thing device, is so it's, but it is that whole retro thing and the whole thing is you know the other thing to remember is you look at the battery life on these things and if you're going traveling for example and you want to be 36 to hours music, this has yeah this has 36 you know hours, now so. com compare that to if you just use your phone realistically and you're listening to music on your phone uh and we all know we have to charge our phones every night. And if you're listening to music and you're going traveling, you're not going to use, you want to use your phone. I mean, I'm not being funny, but I used to, when I used to do the train down to London, I used to always sit there going, Oh God, I hope, you know, I'm listening to music all the way there and back. And you know, you're thinking, God, I hope I've got enough charge for my phone to last. So the That's idea of actually just, around. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's okay. it. But what I used to do was I used to take a little, a little, do you remember the little iPod, the really little iPods? Yeah. Nanos. And that was it. Yeah. So I, I had, a, yeah, and I had a, a nanopod and I had an iPhone sat there. I never used to, I kind of gave up listening to that for music. I used to listen to it from a nanopod. So interesting. yeah, I love the idea. I like it. And I genuinely, okay. I'm, I'll, I'll buy one and I'll let you know what it's like. Right. Well, there we go. You heard yeah. it here first. I should probably do. I, I, I should probably do uh, 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 interject with a crass advertising uh, moment, but that's just the way you go. We do appreciate the support from our sponsors. Isotopes Ozone 10 is the future of mastering. The new version includes the master assistant, which matches your master to any reference file. The advanced version includes the stabilizer module, adding mixed clarity with an intelligent and adaptive mastering EQ, and an impact module, which enhances the rhythm by controlling microdynamics. Don't forget, you can use the code SONIC10, that's SONIC10, at isotope.com forward slash SONIC TALK to save an additional 10% of any one-off software purchase. That's SONIC10 at isotope.com forward slash SONIC TALK. Thanks, Tom. I think I don't think he realised that when uh, when when he was doing the voiceovers for this, that he was going to be immortalised, and I was going to use it every week. But I will try. <laughs> oh look, we've got some more. Got we could use Isotope RX to clean that up if we weren't uh, using this live, Mark. But uh, yeah, I just want to say um, uh, if you if you want to check out uh, the Sonic Talk uh, landing page, that's uh, basically isotope.com forward slash Sonic Talk, and uh, there's information there on the 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 code that you could use, and also just if you go there it will show uh, that somebody did oh this is beautiful it sounds like you're programming a profit five <laughs> <laughs> clangorous i think there's got to be a or show a title in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah or a dx7 i don't know there's a, there, I, I'm, I'm trying to think there was a synth that i was there's some quite good bell tones on the mini freak funnily enough which is uh, i suppose we should mention that came out of vst at the same time as well actually there's another update uh, you wanted to mention um ty that there's an update for the uh, uh waldorf is it the quantum or the iridium i quantum which, uh, the quantum's quantum quantum mark II. So what they've done is they've basically taken the keyboard from the Iridium, and uh, so it's now got the uh, poly aftertouch. It's now taken the uh, the amount of sample memory up to 59 gig, and it's got a few other features. 
and it's also they've done some mechanical mechanical it's been upgraded and the screen has been put in a better position so it's got better visibility um, and and it's now blue that's basically obviously nice. um which is i mean all things considered if i didn't have a, if i didn't have a mark one uh then um then i'd i'd uh, get one because quantum's great synth but now it's even better so that, I, I have yeah. to say, I mean, the only time I've had a chance to play with one, I don't know if anyone else has, uh, um, Simon Forsyth, uh, Chevy Traveller, he lent me his Iridium, the, the desktop one. And I was just mm -hmm. absolutely blown away by how beautifully engineered and made it was. It's the most, one of the most delightfully constructed instruments that I've seen for a long time. It's, no, it's almost like no expense spared. It's a bit, it's the teenage engineering of proper synths, you know, but not nowhere yeah. near as expensive as it, it would have been if it was made by them, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Mark, have you ever uh, played with the, uh, the that, that, Waldorf, that family of Waldorfs? I have not, no well worth checking out if you get the opportunity i can uh, it's always it's like the thing is i ask you a question and there's so much delay that it's like i'm, I'm hoping that you have a really long answer and it's like no i'm sorry i don't know that. <laughs> and it's really unfair on you because it makes it seem like no. you not saying anything has yes i'm sorry no i don't have anything to add uh chicky i don't know if you've got any Waldorf stuff going in your life I I don't, and I have a rule: no more synthesizers. No, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. What? Well, yeah, we've all had, we've all had that. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh my god, I've we'll got see. I've got so many synths, but you know, no, I don't have any of those. Uh, there's, yeah. there's clearly a hole there I have to fill. <laughs> So, well, no, oh, I, well, you God. don't feel it. Don't feel you have to. It's not absolutely necessary. But I wanted to get that in. There. I know this. Uh, I should. Sorry, I go, should go point out. I should point out that talking of the mini freak muggins here bought the mini freak last week purely because I just wanted the software version. And oh, and and yeah. now you've got it anyway. I mean, it's, it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful synth. Don't get me wrong. It, you know, it really I is. I, I'm, I made a big uproar because of the keyboard because you know what I'm like about mini keyboards. And uh, I absolutely loathe them, but I kind of gave in because I, everything I was hearing from the engine was just, you know, I mean, I've got a, a micro freak, and so I love the engine. So everything I was hearing about the mini freak, I was thinking, oh god, okay, I'll put it with the mini keys. But all I really want is the software. And less than a week later, they announced the software. So, but there we go. It's fine. Mm. I mean, you must have known that was coming, surely. Mini, they even called it the Mini Freak I, I mean, there's a clue. There's a clue there. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. There's a big clue. We all knew it was coming, but what I thought was, I thought they were going to stick it in the next V collection, which I don't think is ah. due for another six months or something. And I just thought I really just wanted those sounds now. And uh, so they could, from just in common decency, they could have left it for at least, you know, a month. But no, a week later, I mean, it's like taking the pee really. Anyway. Well, I've got a nice, I've got a nice controller. Yeah, no, I've got that's a nice control one to one, one, to one control. Yeah. That is very fair. Very yeah. fair point. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, uh, oh, gosh, there's so much stuff that we can talk about. I think I'm going to go for. Um, ooh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because we're that we have a sort of show based. Uh, um, uh, well, two of our, three of our. Well, I, I'm going to play it anyway. What the hell? So this is. Oh, I, I'll fast forward this because it's all ads so it's this was a, a walk around from Superbooth. building this will probably be our longest there's show. matt there matt yeah, and i doing our, our uh, two bald men with glasses <laughs> uh, even walking though our, around our super brand booth. new camera but uh, 
It kind of escaped you that uh, Showtime is coming. Showtime, jazz hands, everybody. Uh, it's basically, uh, super, uh, well, Nam is first this year. Uh, Nam is going to be in April, I think the 10th or 11th, I forget which, of April. We're probably going to be going there with uh, with a team. I don't know if I'm going to be going. And then we've got Super Booth in May. And, you know, this is, the, these are the two big, big guns, I suppose, in the show uh Oh, canon, I suppose, of what stuff. And I just really thought it was kind of worth a chat about. Is this stuff? If is this, is this still a thing? Do we still do we still need to have this kind of stuff, or is some of it changing? And and what? I mean, I think we still need it, and I still think we'll still go. I mean, as it's become easier and less kind of dangerous, or it seems less dangerous to travel now, we'll probably you know grad gradually feel, uh, go back. But these sort of huge mega shows, because I know CES in Vegas just happened, and they were kind of like thirty. 40% down on their numbers from last year, but people are saying, well, it's just a matter of coming back. I'll come to you, Mark, because you and I, Mark, we often meet each other at these things. I mean, are you going to be going to either of those? Is that a, a thing, do you think? Um, well, yeah, and it's it's an interesting question because I feel like, and maybe this is old-fashioned, but when everyone was like, oh, we're going to have virtual NAM, you know, during the COVID deal, it was like, we do virtual NAM all the time. I mean, that's what I do is basically virtual NAM. I'm on, you know, video talking about synths. The real thing is way more exciting, first of all, for us, we who participate, but also I think audiences find it more exciting, all of us interacting and doing things in real time. Um, I I want to go to both Nam and Superbooth. I mean, my last Superbooth experience was pretty horrible. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh, but God, like, yeah. I got to Germany and had COVID. And so I spent Superbooth in a German hotel room. And and there was the chance I was going to be trapped in Germany. But I think uh, we got lucky. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we got lucky when one of our tests came up negative, although I'm pretty sure it was just a poorly administered test. So we were able to leave, but yeah. So yeah, I would like to have my super booth experience that was stolen from me by the terrible virus. But yeah, um, I'm planning on going to NAM. I think I might be going with STG Sound Labs. I'm not sure. Oh, I, cool. I don't have uh, anyone I'm representing at Superbooth. So if your company wants me to anybody's company wants me to uh you know do something for your sense at super booth i'm available come find me excellent well that's but i'm yeah, glad you managed to get a plug in as well uh, yeah i'm glad you got a plug in there <laughs> i know ty i mean I, I you know you you you're famously you know you just don't get out much because but that's not because you don't want to it's because of work i'm i'm, I'm assuming I mean, maybe, yeah no maybe you don't want to leave the house then, then, no, I do. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not that much of a hermit. Um, I do leave the house occasionally on a Thursday at three o'clock, uh, one hour out, and that's my lot. Um, no, I mean at the events. I think I think the events they have to happen because I don't care what anyone says. Virtual, virtual anything is crap compared to the real anything. It's true, and I, I, it's right across the board. Everything that you know, there's this thing that everyone wants: virtual this, virtual that, virtual, and, and it's and it's it's good. It's okay. It's I mean, in some ways, it's great, you know. But it's never. Don't ever think that it's ever as good. And it's the same with these events. A virtual anything is never going to be as good as a real show. 
So I think, it yeah, needs to, yeah. they need to happen. I'm the worst type because I've, 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 I can't remember the last show I went to. I mean, it was ages ago that I went to shows. So I'm, I'm kind of the worst type. You don't I'm even know going, what they're no, like they should these happen. days. <laughs> I, I'm there, yeah, I'm there again. They should happen. Yeah. When did you last go to one? I can't remember, but they should happen, you know? Um, <laughs> so but 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 they should and and uh, well maybe you should come to berlin ty let's you know. uh, we got everybody there last year we had quite a good turnout i know there. we had yoad we I, had everyone... uh, dom we had matt so we had uh, we had three of the the panelists there so you know there's an opportunity perhaps uh, i can recommend some well, hotels no, uh, yeah no no there's no way it depends if it depends kind of whether it, again yeah, it's all work isn't it? it's always always work mean. but i'd love to but i would love to even if it's just for people to come up and just kind of give me crap for the yeah. rubbish I talk. You're that guy. I'm you said that happy. stuff about my suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. That's fine by me. I don't mind. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's important. I mean, it's really interesting that because that, there is... A, there's some people have said when we've done virtual ones they've said actually from in terms of me getting the information about a product it's way better because there's no background noise and it's sort of more uh, controlled and we can go on for ages i mean from a, from a us producer because we did a super booth virtually and while it worked we did i think we did 20 or 30 videos i can't remember it was nothing like what we'd normally do and it was the hardest work i've done for a long time harder than the actual show because everybody because there was no urgency everybody went on and on and on for ages and it took two hours sometimes just to get the setup right so that we could actually make a remote thing happen and that's just untenable you can't do that that's like four people working for three or four hours to do a single product demo i mean it's just in terms of manpower it's really difficult it may be that that would be you know that people should be doing that as well as turning up at trade shows i mean that's what we do as well but i don't know chicky i i'm not sure have i seen you at um, um any trade shows i'm trying to remember if we've actually met no, in, uh, any. I, no I, I don't think so I, I the uh, the only show that we've actually met in was one, one of the was the show down at Hastings, the electronic show that you did um, years ago. I mean, we've seen each other since then, but uh, yeah, I, I so you you know obviously with my with my tour schedule. Oh, oh! I think we've just lost him. Oh no, he's back. Hold on. Oh, yay. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. It, where was it? With oh, your, yeah. So, you, with your tour schedule, tour was schedule. your last word. Yeah. Yeah. With my tour schedule, you know, I, 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 um, one of the things I like is that you'd, I'll be doing a show and you either what I'm setting up or during the actual show, people come and go, hey, you know, I, this, on Sonic Talk, I've seen you. And, you know, they, they know who I am. And, you know, and I, I like being able to meet people like that. It's really quite a nice thing. And so I, I would, I'm very much in favor of the idea of actually going and doing some actual, pardon the phrase, some actual FaceTime, not virtual FaceTime, um, mm. with with people. So I, I you know, I, I was just, as you were mentioning the two shows, I was like going, okay, so in April, I should be back from my tour. And then in May, I should be so maybe I can do both. You know, it's kind of kind of in my head oh, planning about awesome. how, because I would I would love to go to these shows. I've been threatening to do it for years, and I haven't. And I, I and I think there is, you know, like I know that the Coco of Chiki and Coco, uh, she has a, a business that they've done a couple of um, uh, there's you know sort of festivals or not festivals, uh, you know these sort of conventions. That's the word. 
and uh, virtually. And they've just been like, yeah, you meet with sellers, you meet with all these different people, but it's just, there's no real connection there. And they're, they're not fun. They're not interesting. They're just drudgery. You know, yes, it accomplishes essentially the same thing, but what really matters is actually that personal connection with people. So, uh, yeah. I, I think agree. those things are important. I think that really does help. I think that really helps. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I mean, all of these uh, trade shows are made possible by our sponsors, uh, which I would just like to uh, uh, give a shout out to Baby Audio right now. Baby Audio make creative effects plugins designed to add colour and depth to your mixes. They won Plugin of the Year 2021 in Future Music and Computer Music Magazine, and they were nominated for the SOS Awards two years in a row. Crystalline is an algorithmic reverb plugin inspired by classic 20th century studio reverbs, but offering higher fidelity thanks to 21st century computing power. A reverb plugin with a variety of creative features, such as the ability to tempo sync pre delay and reverb decay times. You can get 15% off when checking out with the code ST15. And once again, we thank uh, Baby Audio for their continued support. Uh, hopefully they're going to be sticking around as well. So uh, there obviously is a good fit, um, which is always nice to see that we can we can do that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the show thing is really interesting. And, I, and I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm, I'm not so much... I, I didn't go to NAMM personally last time, and I may not this year. I'm not entirely sure yet, but it, it still wor was worth doing. I mean, there's a point at which me schlepping around the show floor with a, with a camera is not a good look for for a man of uh, my years and so I'd, I'd rather have some other people do it <laughs> but super booth if you're going to do one and one only i would recommend checking super i think super booth last year and I, I'm, I'm sorry to say this mark because you missed possibly the most super booth of super booths last year because there was loads of outside action it didn't rain it was beautiful weather the whole thing worked i mean <laughs> said the clock <laughs> in a timely fashion excellent well no, I'm, glad, I'm glad we've got yeah just just yeah well maybe there's some but yeah i, I think super booth if chicky if you're going to do one super and berlin's a great fun city as well you know even if you have got to spend I a bit of time on the train to get there yeah it's a great wow, I've got good friends awesome. to live there it's, yeah wow that's awesome what you probably need mark is um another mic just mic the clocks up so you can feed it in so we can have a real direct feed next time so we can really hear everything <laughs> can, can i can yeah, i say it. that this show really this show has to be called mark's clocks it has to oh be. yeah oh definitely some, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there is yeah <laughs> ding dong there's look definitely at the, a title look, yeah Ding dong, look clock. at the size of Mark's clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well there's there's a shout out for the uh there's a shout out for the the, the chat. Oh no, it's that one I want. Shout out for the chat. If you want to put uh, something to clock and mark related in the title, we may well use it uh, uh, towards the end. I'll keep an eye on it and hopefully I can uh, I can pull it in. But uh, can yeah, I chime in a for very... a second though? So, oh so <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I I actually do what I was saying. So I have one of those ring doorbells, you know, the Amazon. Oh, yeah. whatever things and I, so it has a particular ringtone that it defaults to and i've noticed when I, I i said it because certainly when i was in the uk my front door was so far away i was actually in a different building and so forth so i had had this thing nearby and it started affecting the music i wrote the actual tones i found were somehow like I was always writing kind of in the same key as that, as I was very influenced by the tones of those bells, like unconsciously. And I found it's like, you know, the, 
you know that it was like ending up in so many things i was writing and so i wonder oh, how can you write music around all those bells mark it's like it, it, i guess i maybe i'm just very permeable and and it's just me but yeah oh, I, I, I think I, that's just more about you than anything else it, joel sorry yeah probably yeah. So. <laughs> it is really I, it's kind of a nightmare because and it's not because like it doesn't affect what I write, but at the points where I really need to listen to something, it's always like 15 after or 30 after 40. I'll be like, it'll be like, oh, I did this thing. I have to check to see if it's okay. And it'll be bog, bog, bog. So just let them unwind. Just turn them off. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> oh well maybe no, what you need to do you, you need that to... if they all stop i'll die so ah well there is that yeah that, that's that there is the sca- yeah what okay. you need is, uh, i think that's what you need is an isolation a vocal booth that you just put all the clocks in yes maybe that would work <laughs> i love or the fact that no one's in another room i just i just love the fact that at this at this point no one's going mark okay so first of all look at yourself if the clocks stop, you're going to die. Let's question that. And Charles, you're listening to a doorbell, and that's affecting the music. You're right. Okay, I think yeah. I think it's time that we all need to go and see see some kind of psychiatrist. To be fair, yeah. well, or perhaps we need one of those Sony Walkmans with some high quality audio in it that we can just sort of uh, earworm our way ourselves away from the uh, the ding dong. I think so far, ding dong doty seems to be the uh, seems to be the title uh, of, uh, of the show. I, I forget Brilliant. who did that Brilliant. one, but it was a, it's a pretty good one. Thank you very much. Uh, whoever you were it's gone past there's we're getting a lot of a lot of suggestions as you can imagine okay well gosh there's more and more and more right Uh, well i'm i'm wondering whether or not we should just have a quick look at a bit of this is an interesting little uh utility so let's just throw this one up here that doesn't seem like the right one to me that seems like uh (laughs) this one is the right one yeah this one is the right one so uh, we'll just do this one This is uh, just, just a nifty little utility from uh, Elizabeth Homeland. Free and max for live, so you'll need sweet. Uh, it's reminiscent of some of those mouse hover out controllers that, uh, that we have. And it's literally, you just you can modulate um, and mess around with, it, it, it basically just any controller, map any controller to whatever it is you're currently hovering over, is about the size of it. And it just seems like a, sort of one of those deceptively simple and really, really useful things that we probably all need because, uh, yeah, it, quite often we don't. I remember, Ty, you used to have a load of um, Cubase controllers, didn't you? Am I fun, right? Yeah, I was about and to, didn't they, I was didn't about they have to a say... mouse over thing? They had a mouse over thing, didn't they? Q uh, Base and uh, Nuendo have had this for forever. With uh, they had uh, on the Q Base controllers, um, they had a dedicated knob that you could do it with. On some of their uh, other um, uh, controllers, they they have dedicated knobs. It was even on a, a way back on my MC Pro um, uh, using. I can't, Yukon, Yukon, and that, ah, okay. that you could that you could hover over, and so so the idea has been on on Nuendo and Cubase. The idea has been around forever with controllers. So this is absolutely nothing 
new, but it's it's great. It's really, really, really useful. And that particular controller, out of the Cubase controllers, um, on my travel rig, because obviously I haven't got new Arj on the travel rig, so that that always comes out because just having that one knob that can assign to whatever you're hovering over it is really, really useful. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Mark, I don't know what your door of choice is. I, I, am I right? And I, I forget now because it's been so long since we've spoken and you may well have converted from whatever it was then. But do you use controllers at all or are you an audio takes kind of guy? Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's weird and embarrassing, but like I've just been like I I started GarageBand not that long ago to record audio because I've just always used hardware digital orders for, for most of my audio. And I only recently, you know, like within the last months, like got Reaper so that I could kind of see like is a DAW sort of paradigm something that, that I can work with. And I have to say that but every all of you guys have been using these for so long i think you've forgotten how frustrating the moment where you're why isn't this working happens and there's all kinds of like <laughs> i'm trying to employ a whole bunch of different uh perceptions of interface and common means of digital like computer-based usage and i'm like this should be working according to my understanding but yeah so like i have been so slow to get into daws that I don't even really understand what this item does. So that is even more awesome than having grandfather clocks going off in the background, actually, yeah. I have to say. And, <laughs> and fair enough. I mean, because I think for a lot of people, um, it can be, it can be, I and mean, we're sort of forced into the use of DAWs from convenience because having tape machines or having hardware is expensive and there's time, you know, that. I think there's a there's probably a space. I think you probably get on really well with a radar system, Mark. I don't know if you ever. I can't remember who made that, but it's like a 24 track digital machine. And no, uh, Otari was it? Yeah, Otari. Yeah, Otari radar. Yeah, I, I, I have that, one. I have one of those. Oh, you do. Yeah, D two A's and the A to D sound really good in that. But uh, but yeah, okay. Sounds great. So maybe this one's not for you. Yeah. But Chicky, you you happen to have what Mark might need if he's not if you're not using it. But they, I'm yes. sure you are because they the D, yeah. the, the converters well, in those are supposed to sound really good. But so uh, what do you think of this before we get there? Uh, I I love this. I love this because you know, in the in the the video it was showing. Using, you know, for example, the Hollow Reverb with uh, a push two and Ableton Live and so forth, and that and Ableton Live is not for mixing, but for song creation. Ableton Live is my doll of choice. I, I love writing in Ableton Live. Um, I mix in Pro Tools or Studio One, though, but or sometimes off a of tape onto a console. I'm going to put a console over there soon. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I do I do like utilities like this and i haven't ever used any, anything i haven't used the cubase ones i remember a time when you got those and I, I remember thinking oh i really should i should try these out and i just never got around to it and and then i moved and then you know i've kind of been a little bit in, in limbo as far as buying gear for the past year but uh but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get this this would be very cool to have I like it. Yeah, well, if you if you work in Ableton, it makes perfect sense. I mean, it's. I'm trying to think what I use as control. I mean, most of the controllers, as you know, I that I interact with sort of daily. I mean, that's this. This is what I use just because there are so many buttons. I mean, this yeah. is this is what what we use to to switch the show. You know, that's it. I figured out a way yeah. to to print, and it just works exactly how I want it. But from in terms of because I, I got a. Um, 
there's a I can't remember the make of it, but it's like a little uh, Mackie Huey single fader Mackie Huey that I was using to, to write automation into uh, the NLE and stuff. But I don't I just don't use it all that often. I, th I find I'm either going to grab some hardware and use that or I'm, I'm, I'm but I'm, I suppose if I was working in the DOW a lot more, I'd be putting a lot more time and effort into workflow. Most of my workflow goes into the things I do the most often. Uh, why wouldn't you do yeah. that? It's also... You're right. And it's also the thing that people don't, anything that's like a controller, anything, they, it's, it's, you have to, you have to discipline yourself. This is the problem. This is why, this is why over the years I've bought so many things and you're there going, oh no, this isn't work for me. And you give up on it. And the only ones I haven't are the ones that have cost a lot of money. So you can't just throw it away. You can't get into it and then just go, oh no, this isn't working for me and not use it. You have to absolutely dedicate time and when you you want to go you want to reach for the mouse or you want to reach for this you have to go no don't i'm going <laughs> to do it do that. the yeah. new way i'm going to do it the new way until the new way You've becomes second it. nature yeah. and then you learn yeah. it and then when you have to go back to when you have to go back to the mouse or you have to go back to you're suddenly there going i can't do this how did i ever do this before because you're so used to doing it the new way and and that's yeah. the only way you can do it. But it's so easy when you get something new like this to kind of because it becomes it's not second nature and it just comes a pain and you just grab the mouse or grab the you know. So you have to discipline yourself to give it give it time and really learn learn how to uh, get the most out of it. Yeah, I think I think uh, that's right. you, you just want to quickly say like, Oh sorry, I just want to quickly say thank you to uh, Culture of Ghosts. Uh, for oh no, it's not that one. It's oh, it was culture of ghosts. There it is. Merry Christmas. Oh no, thank for all the weekly. I'm sure that was December. That's it's the wrong one. Uh, as you were, as you were, chicken. <laughs> okay. thank you, Pod. No, I was just oh, what happened there. I was, uh, further to what I was saying, you know, I, like I I use my my fader port sixteen, my push to my machine plus, um, and my op one as a controller. Uh, right. a lot and i and uh, but i i've got like uh, three drawers full of little akai controllers and just little sort of throwaway things that are that are that are well all functioned fine but because i i think because they were so cheap and whatever i thought i, I didn't really dedicate the time to use them but like the the fade port i use that constantly you know it's i mean right. it's for one thing it, it integrates really well with just about every DAW, but especially Studio One. Um, and I, I find it difficult to actually use a mouse to mix. I actually have to have my my hands on faders, you know. So, um, yeah, so I, I think when something is is expensive, you know, you you put your put your mind to getting to know this thing, and then that as a as in, in turn makes you makes that become the main way that you're they, I, i'm just restating what ty was saying it, yeah, it, it makes you makes you makes that become the way you do things in the same way like i've got my i have a it's just off camera here i've got my digico over there um as another console and you know and i i do like pulling up a mix on that and just mixing that but you know that was that wasn't cheap so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you use the, but that's something that you use for live sound as well. I mean, I agree. I like using, mm -hmm. I use the Behringer X32. We use that live for our um, live shows. I, I wasn't running it, but I designed the patch and everything kind of works and we've got the SD and it all records. I mean, I love, you know, dedicated hardware does, definitely has a thing. The other thing I'm using a, a bunch is uh, Stream Deck. 
Uh, that's yeah, I love because you can configure you can configure all the buttons. I mean, we've got a big one. This that we ran in the end, I configured it so that the whole show would run. This is the the Emom, which is on March the eleventh. I just like to remind everybody again, that is that was running on this, and it was really slick because you know just stuff like you can press to have a lower third go. Okay, that's now the act's lower third. So it pre-fills yeah. you can get things set up ahead of time all the things that you can do which don't require which you can set up in advance but again that's what these things you know you have to you have to set them up then and i put time into practicing with it and going yeah no i need to move that button to the left that's not in the right place feels weird when i press it there you know i put time and effort into it and i guess the same thing with getting the right midi controllers and midi controllers is we've we've talked about this before in the past with when you have midi controllers that try and control all the synths it just can't yeah. work because all the synths are different. And so we haven't actually found a way of making it the one. I mean, they can work live because you know what knobs you're going to control for each song and that's okay. But when you're creating and you're in a flow, you haven't got time to stop and think, oh, wait a minute, where's the filter knob on this patch? You know, it needs to be... Yeah. The hardware in front of you is easy or the UI, but having that ability to have this kind of... And this is one of the things that MIDI 2.0 was supposed to kind of... Um, give us wasn't it it's like plug it in yeah. query it and presumably it wouldn't be that hard to kind of go any parameter with the name filter in it put there anyone that says resonance put there so it would it would be quite easy to even write a spreadsheet that would map the controllers how you wanted it but that just hasn't happened and it's really bloody disappointing no. to be honest it's there's and still think, still too much friction involved too much friction yeah i agree mark's off again with the uh, the bells the bells the bells excellent I'm sure you've got more than eight clocks there. Or if not, you certainly haven't fixed them because they're they're really Oh no, actually that's coming up to the hour. I do beg your pardon. It's it's time's flying because we're having so much fun. It's just it's nearly on the hour. So there's only a couple of minutes. I do apologize. I was casting aspersions on your nasturtions. <laughs> you've ruined my clock yeah. business. No, I actually set them all to one of the clocks when just before we started, I was like, they've all got to go off at the same time. So I set them all to a clock that was really fast. Most of them keep pretty good time. Some of them are a little bit slow. But right. yeah, but don't forget that don't forget that Mark's got a 17 minute delay on his satellite. So actually, they're all completely screwed <laughs> time wise. Ah, well, that's true. Yeah. What I said, yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, I don't know if uh, anybody's got time. I mean, we we do. There there are more things. I mean, it feels like there's. Uh, we've got the the lemur lives again. I don't know if anybody saw that. This is uh, the news that. Uh, well, it's supposed to be that, but it doesn't actually seem to have worked. That's seems to be the wrong thing so i don't know quite what's going on there so i need to well i've add. still i've i've still got an original go. lima there we go lima lives again uh this is the news that uh midi kinetics have bought the assets of line who kind of went under and i remember reviewing the i, I was trying to find a video but it literally is too long ago all the videos i shot on the lima and the dexter are not on youtube because it was before we used youtube which is just how long ago it is and i well, couldn't get them out of the archive but amazing thing amazing um i've sorry, still I've, I've still i've i've still got my i actually bought it as a dexter because the hardware was identical yes. it was only the software so i bought it as a dexter and then towards the end they did an upgrade path so you could upgrade it to a lima and a dexter which you boot up and i've still got that i obviously i haven't booted up for forever because i don't know what it runs on or whatever or if if it runs anything now but um 
but they were amazing. You got to, what people need to understand is that this was before iPads. So having yeah. anything that was touch was just unbelievable. And yeah. Uh, yeah, no iPads. And the moment the iPad came along, I mean, literally the day the iPad was announced, the first thing I thought was bugger. <laughs> that's that. that's that's gonna make that edge yeah vote. yeah I, i'm just for they were they were basically a couple of thousand euros they were quite expensive and they're basically like an ipad in a case with a screen and lots of custom controls which you needed sort of a really complicated editor to sort out and it yeah. was even back then it was using osc and midi and what, but what mm. they also have are these really unique physics engines so that the things would bounce and things had some momentum. So you could, and now there are lots of things that do that. And literally, you know, I think one of the reasons they did so well was not only that there was nothing else out there like it, but they also were so visually impressive so you know you go to the line booth or the i think it was jazz mutant initially the uh, that you go in their booth and they it would be like roly you know they turn all the lights off and you go in and there would be all these kind of glowing surfaces with really futuristic controls and it really it blew a lot of people's minds and a lot of people i mean there were some quite big names using them uh live and they were very you know they were sort of they were very visual but as you say, as soon as it came out, it, the t iPad, it was just like, oh, that's that then, because uh, we had uh, MIDI Touch Touch Designer, uh, MIDI Designer Pro, which is what we still use. I've, st I've still got an original iPad 1, which is over there, which is used to control the, the switching system in here that that runs mm. on MIDI Designer Pro. But it was a beautiful thing. I mean, I, and I think um, now uh, that... Uh, MIDI Kinetics, they say that new downloads will be coming soon, so hardware will be supported again at some point. I mean, it's quite a thing to take on, I would think. But also, they'll be able to implement some of those MIDI engines, uh, those um, physics engines inside, you know, the iOS or the Android apps. And that, you know, th I think that will be the key, whether or not they can make all of that stuff work. Because there are a number of alternatives now. I'm trying to think what's the one I was using recently. I've completely forgotten, but it was... Uh, it uses OSC, touch OSC, and you can build editor stuff mm -hmm. and then build little widgets, but it's it's still quite nerdy. And OSC is a, it still feels very unfamiliar, although it's a lot easier than Hex. I mean, I know you're big yeah. on controllers. Did you, did, did you, um, do you regret, did, or have you got a limmer? Did you ever uh, use that stuff? No, no, I use touch ask. I used, um, certainly in my days of OMD, I used that quite a lot. Uh, had, but I had to use a hardwired because because <laughs> it works fine during soundcheck, and then the moment you know five ten thousand people show up with their phones trying to get into every Wi-Fi system in the in the building, the you know, touch off would just like absolutely crash. So, uh, but I, I liked it because I could you know I could design my own kind of controllers and stuff like that. So, but it it was it was all on iPad, you know I I I didn't end up using Lemur at all, although I. Did look into, uh, I did do a bit of research on what you sent through about this, and I, this this would be quite interesting. I'd like to see how it, how it does play out, um, mm. and how it is different than Touch Ask. It is. I mean, again, the thing is with with all these kind of touch controllers, and again, Mark, I'm probably talking to uh, to someone who's not necessarily up for this, but uh, you know, the thing about all of these controllers is, you know, there's no there's no physical feedback. It's quite hard to put your hands on something yeah. and think, I know that this finger is on this control because quite often on a, certainly on a touch surface, unless there's a physical cue or haptic sort of feedback, you, you think you're doing it and you look down and you're half an inch off and it's not pressing that button. It's about to press the other one, which is, would be a disaster. So that's yeah. difficult. I think I know. Um, 
but yeah but that was the thing so when i when i originally got it it was dex as i said i bought it as dexter and the difference was is that lima was all about controlling and dexter was basically it's the software was rewritten to just be a mixer essentially so you basically yeah. had fader control eq control but it was essentially a virtual mixer and that was the first time you had touch stuff for faders and touch stuff for you know kind of doing panning and effect sends and oh, all that kind way of better than and Huey, at the time way better than Huey, yeah. oh my god way better but at the, but the different the thing is it's coming back to the, when i'm talking talking about shows being virtual it's never as good it's that thing of at the time everyone thought that's what we want we want we want touch control of faders and and that's why i mean i bought an mti you know the, the slate audio the mtx the big one oh, yeah, yeah and i yeah, bought yeah. the smaller one the mti so i've got an mti because that's i'm thinking that's great what we want is we all want virtual phases we all want touchscreen and having lived with the mti for however many years you're suddenly there going no virtual and touch screens <laughs> is not the way forward what we want is That's proper right. faders and the same way we want mm-hmm. proper shows we want proper faders and proper knobs and proper controls <laughs> but we all we all get carried away with the fact that because it's new and it's new Here's tech. Here's the future, yeah. This is the future. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> we think we 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 basically look and we think we can now be part of the Star Trek, you know, on the bridge because that's what they would have had. So therefore, that's what we are. Whereas you're actually there going well, when we're doing music, we actually like physical things. And finally, after true. how many years, you know, everything's coming back round to that, which is. Like, Not to sound bright. too nerdy, but you remember on Star Trek, like when it I was, think it was touch, it was all touch surfaces, wasn't it? it was all touch They're like, like energize, and it's like whenever they see the guy sliding his fingers up the screen, I just think, oh, how unsatisfying that must be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you had like the old days, there was a big knob. You know? <laughs> that was that was great, but now I'm just having to go, oh. Oh, yeah, I know. And the reality yeah, I is, what you, what, you, what you don't see is the fact that he puts his fingers down and he's there going, oh, oh, hang on a minute. No, that one's a bit off. Hang on a minute. Uh, uh, yeah, there we go. The boosted <laughs> exactly. up. You know, that's the thing. Like, oh, no, that's I, what, that's, I, that's, I transport half of their body. <laughs> because that's the thing that's that's what that's what the yeah that's oh i've just shot the wrong person uh that's what mti and and dexter was like is the fact that unless you got exactly the right angle you'd be you'd be touching stuff and you go oh hang on a minute no i've got to move slightly to the and then you're you're on the right fader so it's yeah it's no physical physical stuff is what we want physical all day yeah i should point out now uh, it's weird Sorry, I was just going to say the Lima app existed on iPad for many oh. years. That's very true. It was already, it did actually get ported. Um, no, it, it absolutely did. Lima, Lima, because Lima, it got, tra- it did get transported to to iPad, yeah. and uh, and then they just, yeah, it just disappeared and wasn't yeah. supported at all. So that's what they bought into. They haven't bought into where Jazz Mutant was. They haven't bought into the no, physical no, no. hardware. As in, yeah. it's right, literally exactly. bought into no, the no. iPad. So, sorry, Mark. Sorry, go, carry go on, ahead. Mark. I was just going to say, like, when I when I first heard of the Animog, I was so dismissive. It was like, how, for these reasons that we're specifically talking about, like, how can you have any feedback from a piece of glass? And I was very dismissive. But I have to say, like, when I played the Animog, I, like, inherently, my fingers actually memorized the placement of the keys. And I found that it was actually somewhat for me to play it and that ability transferred to the continuum which i'm pointing out which is right here and i found that like 
there is a muscle memory that you can develop that allows you to actually be able to use that glass panel. And it got to the point where I was like, why won't someone make a really long iPad like glass panel? Because I actually <laughs> want to play, you know, those key. I think think it's one of those things but we because the the march of technology we tend to lack the focus on one type of interface or one type of instrument long enough to develop the you know muscle memory that we would need to effectively operate it so and mm, the thing know, if you bought one of these lemur things you'd have to stick with it for so long absolutely. until like you yep. actually had the muscle mm -hmm. memory to yeah Totally, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but the, the the but going to the Animu just an example is that you're absolutely right about the, about the keyboard side of things that suits itself incredibly well to a, a, a glass panel in the same way like the the Microfreak the fact that you've got the touchpad it that 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 works really well it's the, the what you actually really want is you want the keyboard to be a glass a glass panel but all the actual knobs all the actual physical you actually want those as physical knobs because as the the keyboard the the that side of things, you're absolutely right. That works really well with touch. But then when you have to stick and to change the values, you're having to swivel your finger around. That's just awful. That's just yeah. crap. You know, yeah. so that's what you want the best of both worlds. Swivel your that's finger the reality. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, yeah. I just wanted to just, just chip in here. Uh, we've not, uh, we haven't had a chance to do any questions really because we've got such an interesting panel. We, we haven't had any space, but we will, thank for your questions. They will come in. I do want to do a quick plug for uh, Synth East, which is on, I believe, March the 4th. Is it the weekend of March the 4th? That's uh, Robin Vincent's Molten Music Tech. Uh, Gaz is playing, uh, but do check Synth, I think it's SynthEast.com if I, if, if I've got that right. Andrew Brooks just mentioned that. And also, uh, there was one question, which is, uh, uh, let me see if I can find it now. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it just so that we can. And it's a, it's a real, I think you'll find this a fascinating question, but it is actually quite interesting. So uh, uh, this is for you, Chicky, uh, from John Van Eaton. What are, what are your white monitors there? Uh, those are HS... Sevens, Yamaha HS7. Yamaha's, ah, okay. The white version. Yeah. Okay, I, cool. Yeah, I've got... Yeah, so I've got three of those, and then I've got a, a maybe 16 of the HS5s, which I love also. Right, okay. So, so, so Adobe Atmos stuff. So. Ah, got you, got you. Yeah, I just bought the, because um, what I reviewed, in fact, I've just reviewed the uh, IK Multimedia iLoud Macros, uh, no, iLoud Precisions, which I banged on. I thought they sounded absolutely fantastic. I would have bought them apart from the fact that they would just be stupid right here. But what I did buy was the, uh, I bought a pair of the uh, iLoud micro mtms which are much smaller still dual drivers and we've got a pair of head um 20 uh, the, the 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 new dsp ones with three drivers in for review as well so that's what i'm finding uh, reviewing monitors is is quite a challenge on youtube but it's an interesting thing because you know you i can only convey what i can then hear to other people but i suppose it ties in and i have to say the ik uh, the dsp in monitor i've banged on this monitors with dsp in them just have a, such an enormous advantage assuming they don't have any uh, latency inherent in them because they can time align everything so well you get this incredible yeah. stereo image it's astonishing yeah. i mean i haven't i haven't talked yeah. to you about dsp monitors i know i have a tie um, and you tried them but uh, mm. yeah, yeah interesting we'll, we'll have to talk about it again at some point um, okay well i'm I really think we might barbers. be there 
Yeah, no, uh, well, well uh, definitely <laughs> worth trying out the IKs. They do sound pretty damned amazing for the price, I have to say. I, I've been on my Focals for years, and I, I love those too. Um, yeah. The the uh, the Aventones, yeah, they're they're pretty good. I mean, it's if you, I do try to mix for the middle, mid, for the mid range, a lot of times, and those right. are great for yeah. that. But those but those HS five or HS sevens uh, sound fantastic. I love them. I love them. Interesting, interesting. Uh, okay, right. Well, I think we're probably there at the end. So uh, lovely to have you all on, but we can probably uh, uh, say goodbye now. Mark, um, I, I guess have you got more clocks to fix, or have you got more synth videos to fix to, to film? Which is it? Which gets priority? <laughs> um, there are less clocks around this environment, so I guess I'm going to have to focus on synths again. Uh, no, I'll be uh, doing the mini freak. Uh, pretty soon and it's going to take a long time because of the incredible amount of functionality that's packed into that thing so yeah i that will be the next demonstration so that'll be on coming out. automatic gameplay channel right oh, yes my youtube channel excellent well uh, thank you very much for joining us mark it's been a pleasure to have you uh, um, even though it's been a couple of years uh, welcome anytime thank you very much and we also have uh, oh, ty you. william uh, ty williams ty ty williams ty on ty why not i'll be ty on you can call thank me you whatever much you for want us, ty. are you going back to mixing <laughs> now are you flipping are you just turning around and uh, and mixing something or have you got uh, you got some more time out i'm i'm i know i'm just i'm finishing this uh there's a bbc series i'm finishing and uh and yeah so i've got another two or three weeks on that so uh and then I, I, we had this conversation uh the other day i've got a in between while things are loading up i've got a, the osmos there to Ooh, literally just yes. to mess with uh, yeah but it, it's completely unsuitable for this job so oh, and no. it's a beautiful thing so yeah so i've got it kind of sat there so every time you know because they're quite big projects so it's it's taking you know a couple of minutes to load up so every time i'm loading up or saving anything on the system i literally just swivel around have a quick play i suppose then come back again and so it's um uh, so that's good that's that's really fun and lots of fun and games there so um excellent so i have to ask so is it as it, do, you, do you think it's a game-changing thing as yep. uh, because i i'm yep. sort of I'm, I, I'm as i've said i really want to try i want to spend I, a bit of time I, it's it. it's it's i mean i haven't played it as much as i would like to but in terms of a controller uh it's 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 very very it's it's special it's very special and it it feels like a proper real instrument and you know kind of there's not many of those there's not many of those around it feels like a proper real bona fide instrument it's not just a synth and that for me mm. is um, but again it does it does what it does well it's not a jack of all trades coming back to what we we're talking about earlier um it does what it does well and uh yeah it's quite special so yeah, it, nice. it deserves all of the. I mean, you can't you can't look anywhere at the moment without no. people <laughs> getting them and and just. I mean, I'm sick. To, I love it, and I'm sick to death of seeing it. And um, <laughs> but it's it's it's. I can understand the hype. It's it's you know. It's yeah. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Good to hear. And Charles, uh, I guess, I, 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 are you t out to tour again, or are you still th in the thick of studio uh, furbishment? Um, yeah. Well, I I'm going to finish up this room. There's a huge pile of, uh, I'll show you, this is like, the, I got to go through all this cabling. Yay! Oh, <laughs> for that. Not just me. And, uh, and I've got like, 
<laughs> all these panels. I've got uh, eight more of them showing up, so I've got to install those. And those are they're mostly going to go on the ceiling. Um, yeah, I've got a lot more. I've got I've like two more weeks to go in this room to fix it up. And then I've got two mixed projects, and then I'm doing a cruise, which is a festival on a boat thing. So mi mixing Howard Jones on that. And nice. then, uh, and, yeah, he he's doing he's doing possibly well there's something possibly in the summer i can't really say what it is uh but then uh we're doing uh japan and a uk tour coming up in the autumn and there's something else i'm forgetting so that's that's what's happening tour wise but mostly i'm mixing and and writing music for some people and doing things like that so well, I mean, once well, this glad to hear is it. finished, you know, so, glad to so it's, hear it's, a, glad to hear uh, it's a busy a year. The next year is quite busy, which is good. Yeah, well, that's nice. Nice thing to be able to say in uh, January. Yeah, I mean, like I say, keep stay tuned with us. We've got uh, more reviews coming up. We've got uh, uh, um, Paulie uh, 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 Bo did a. Um, has done a, a five minutes with the MC101, which is really interesting. And uh, there's a bunch of other things coming. We, like I say, we're going to look at the head monitors. I've I've just also finished a review, or just finishing up a review of the Dreadbox Hades reissue. Uh, so there's plenty more stuff. And we've got the shows, and we've got the uh, um, Emom night on the 11th of March, all of that stuff. So anyway, I'll, uh, I'll now, we could wave off into the sunset. It's been a super long show, but that's because we've all got so much to say. But thank you so much, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, everybody everybody for watching. That was Sonic Talk episode uh, 743. See you next time. Bye-bye now.